Welcome to Sports Movie Minute Space Jam Edition, the podcast where we discuss the movie Space Jam minute by minute. We are your hosts, Chris and Kayla. Back again, Kayla. Yes, Chris. <laughs> do you know that when you do our introduction, you typically put an emphasis on a different word? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going for like a game announcer type thing, and I like, and, and every time I, I try and mix it up by emphasizing a different word. Subconsciously, of course. Well, well, no. <laughs> well, is it I'm going for a game announcer thing and I'm trying to mix things up? Or is it I subconsciously emphasize another word? Because you, you, you know you can't do both? Yeah, it's probably the subconscious thing. Oh, my Lord. Okay, you know, we've we've moved on, my friends. We've, <laughs> we're done from the beer. We're done with the beer. We're done with the Chardonnay. Mm. Um, we're on to the bourbons. Yeah, very moment. exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and he's obviously had one too many. His stomach is not accustomed to bourbon. <laughs> but we are discussing minute 10. I can't believe we're already two weeks in. Two it's weeks. It's pretty, I, you know, time flies time when you're fun. having yeah. fun. Um, I do and, say that. And this movie begins with a cloud of smoke as we leave Moron Mountain. And it ends with Michael Jordan being told that that was his pitch. Mm. Exciting. So first uh, movie action. First time we see Michael outside of the... Actually playing sport, yeah. yeah other than um, other just than the, the opening montage, yeah. Mm, it's very exciting, very exciting. Now, a big zoom in from space shot to start as well. Mm, it's very huge yeah. zoom in. I don't know how I feel about that. You don't like it? I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about this. You yeah. know, it, oh, come back to me. I'll, you know, well, yeah, I see. Like, because we're we're transitioning from Moral Mountain, and we're going all the way back down to to Earth, and then it's, bang, we're there, we're back Earth, we're back in reality. We are. It's pretty. It's such a '90s shot, though. Hey, like, and I thought this uh, during one of the basketball minutes um, with with Baby Michael, where they've got that sort of uh, low zoom of the basketball hoop. Yep. Do you know, you know the shot yep. I mean. I do. Um, and yeah, I feel like the. The epic zoom is pr- is a pretty nineties <clears throat> thing. That low shot, classic white man gun jump shot, the underneath the hoop shots. Mm. They love those. Well, but they not even just the underneath Very the hoop nice, shot, but yeah. they they do love like a good low zoom. Mm. You know. Um. Anyway, so in this minute, this minute begins with obviously you know he not begins with because it starts with the smoke, but he strikes out. Yes. Well, not strikes out. I'm no, sorry. No. He gets a strike. Correct. And then all of his coaches, teammates, la da da, are sitting around talking about how good he looks in his uniform and how you can't teach that. And now, let me tell you what I was reminded of. Have you seen the movie Center Stage? Some may also argue a sports movie. Uh, Basically, any dancer out there. So, girl, get it. I agree. I have not, unfortunately. Really? Mm. Oh! My goodness. That's the list. Do you know what it is? Dance movie. Yeah, with ballet. Yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway, it's about ballet and she, the girl, the main character is being told that she's never going to be a ballet dancer. And they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, you don't have great feet. And she says, oh, well, someone who I'm embarrassed that I don't know who she is. She's like, oh, well, that, that woman doesn't have great feet. And they're like, yeah, but you can't take your eyes off of her. It can't be taught. 
And that's what I thought of. It's just when people just be beautiful and be existence. Who they are, yeah. Yeah. And it just makes them perfection. Nice. How dare you, beautiful people, just run around being gorgeous while the rest of us suffer. Yeah, it's like not uncommon in sport as well, especially like people who don't have traditional textbook techniques, but who end up being, you know, one of the best of, of their game and they're just so if you transfiction. Even don't you dare. What? This is classic Vince Carter opening talk. Uh, I feel it coming. I was going a different direction. Really? Who yeah, are you was. going with? Well, like, I'm thinking as a as a cricketer, it's all like say going way back, but like Bradman, you didn't have a classic textbook technique or what you would define as a textbook technique, but you know, greatest of all time. Or you and your golf swing. Yeah, I'm obviously a, a great golfer, but <laughs> no. Literally no one has ever said that. What's wrong with my golf swing? It looks like you're batting a cricket ball. Yeah. Yeah. does stay hit, though, when I get onto it. Well, yeah. Yeah, you sing. We go to the driving range. Not not engaging. It's probably a good option. Um, Anyway. And did you know, actually, sorry, so this brought me to my other point. In dance, in most dance competitions that I'm aware of, and, yep. you know, could be not for, doesn't have to be for all of them, I guess, um, there is a showmanship category. Yep. And it's basically a this person is attractive category. Really? Or, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's not usually a lot. It's usually, like, 10 points, 15 points max. And they say that it's, you know, for appearance, like, does your costume fit your song? And, you know, are you smiling? And do you have a good styling? Yeah. And things, but it's pretty much just a, it is sort of a, I can't take my eyes off this person, like X factor. There's actually, in one of the competitions that I was, in one of the dance competitions I was going to compete in, there's an X factor category. Mm. And they're like, oh, we don't know how we judge this. We just do. Yeah. And that's a bit bit rich but in i think you know for this minute michael's x factor category scores according to all the men who are essentially drooling over him oh, as yeah. they chomp their sunflower seeds and tobacco through the charts oh yeah despite the fact that well you know wasn't hitting the ball wasn't going anywhere near hitting the ball and never had a successful baseball sink did he no no he did not no, he did not. So what I so what I enjoyed, well, I guess a big part of the minute is the the conversation from the catcher to Michael. Oh, you mean the cheating? Yeah, okay. The cheating. Of yeah. course, you enjoy that part, but carry on. <laughs> um, well, I went I went down a certain path with this when I started looking at it and thinking about it. Um, well, first of all, like the first thing, um, the catcher says. Um, thanks for autographing that baseball for my kid. I'm a hero now. No. Thanks for autographing that basketball. Basketball, sorry. For my kid. Sorry, basketball. Um, he's like, really? You're a hero? Because you got a, a signature for your kid? I would have thought <laughs> Michael. Michael's the hero still. Oh, yeah, but Michael was always the hero. Yeah. You're telling me that if your dad brought you back a signed Michael Jordan basketball... Do you and I just be like, my dad is pretty much the greatest human on planet Earth? Yeah, I'd be happy. 
Yeah, I'd be impressed, yes. Yeah. Well, Dad, I always had to get my own autographs. <laughs> Dad sent me running out onto the... <laughs> David, David, when you're a guest on this podcast, during the Daddy Issues podcast, please come visit us. Um, we'll talk about it is, it is and no. his lack of gratefulness. I yeah. It's ama- amazing, though, when you're a kid, how... Well, I, I'm hoping it's still the same now, like how, like... Getting a, an autograph with like a someone famous or like, like a someone that you look up to, how like crazy that is. Surely it is. It Surely is. Oh, I remember. Really like cool. I'm going back to that. I was like, yeah, I remember. Like I got uh, Steve Ward's signature and Shane Warne's signature at cricket games. I was like, whoa, it's like the greatest thing ever. America, those are some really big cricket players. American one. Surely is- American over Shane Warne. Yeah, no, probably Cause not. Because he, right. he dated uh, Liz, Liz, Liz yeah. Hurley, who's English. Mm. She makes a good point. Well, she wasn't Gossip Girl. Mm. Anyway, so they're two very famous cricketers, and um, cricket is a sport that Americans don't care about by and large, so you know, don't feel bad. Um, okay, so so you so he says that you know I'm a hero to my kid now. You don't believe his dad is worthy of hero dumb. Well, um, what no. else? What else? Well, actually, I started. All right, right. This is like, a, this is a glimpse into the relationship that Christopher is going to have with his child. <laughs> hopefully, uh, wait for with the many wives that we discussed from the last. Hopefully, episode. my child respects my uh, cricket uh, keeping awards from uh, Park Cricket Second Grade Wilberforce. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. I'm sure you'll find that impressive. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> You know, but when they're young, all you have to do is show them trophies. They don't read them yet. No, no, exactly. You know, it's only when they get older that they start getting sass on them. And then they do podcasts with their friends and they complain about how their dad always used to make them go and get their autographs. (laughs) When they're kids, it's fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Although, actually, have we talked about this, um, the Wallabies jersey? Not the Wallabies, oh my God. The Kangaroos jersey that I have for my nephew. Mm. I think we have. So, for the... um, for the listeners, I worked on a big project earlier this year around uh, rugby league, and it resulted in me getting a boys size 10 uh, kangaroos jersey, who's the, the Australian National Rugby League team. Now, I am not a boy size 10, um, but my nephew you know, is a boy, and he's 10. And so I, I texted him, and I said, do you want this this jersey? Would you wear it? And this kid texts me back, well, what does it look like? Can you send me a photo? I'm very specific about what I wear. That's a fair question. He's 10. (laughs) He's 10 years old. He's not like some, you know, some 20-year-old, okay, like I don't want to look silly in a a throwback jersey. Like He does live in Hawaii, though. Like he can, no idea who the kangaroos are. No, yeah. He might have an idea, but. No, it's probably he has no idea. Yeah, exactly. But still, well, even like what just, rugby league is. Oh, anyway, regardless. Okay, so you carry on with this catcher conversation because mm. I'm upset now. <laughs> Monster, you hurt my feelings. No oh, dear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the guy, so the actor who played the catcher mm-hmm. is one Brad William. Uh, apologies if I um, pronounce this incorrectly. Brad uh, Hank, Hanky, or Hank H E N K E. H-E-N-K-E. Mm. I was soon be hanky. Hanky. Um, 
Also, so uh, for those Orange is New Black fans out there, plays uh, Piscatella in, I think, from season two onwards. So, and also, so he was a um, defensive lineman at uh, University of Arizona and then got drafted by the Giants, I think, and then got dropped, but got picked up by Denver and played in the Super Bowl in that year. So Super Bowl 24, I believe. So he's, you know, he's got quite the sporting pedigree, not in uh, baseball. Um, subsequently had six ankle surgeries and had to oh, retire geez. after like a year or something. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no. But, um, yeah. Unhappy. Unhappy. And he's been in quite a few movies and that kind of thing as well. So the catcher, the catcher um, performance really set him up for a, a career in um, movies and, and TV after a failed sporting career. Well, good for you, Bradley, because it, I don't care if your name is actually Bradley because when I'm speaking sternly to someone, I use their extended name. Um, because in Space Jam, you're a cheater. And how dare you? And so rude. You're clearly against the... Cheating. <laughs> Curveball, don't swing. Oh my god! Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I first guess that's all, pretty plain. No, no. First of all, catchers are not allowed to talk to pitchers. Correct. They're just not. Correct. So, already, he should be in trouble. And just... Being t- By the way, where is this umpire through the entire process? He's standing there. He's not saying anything. Chilling like a villain. Oh, my God, the 200-year-old 200, 200 man, you know, just calling balls and strikes left, right, and center. I, oh, so, so that's, I guess That's the whole point of that. I was saying is everyone's just so transfixed that it's Michael Jordan and he's playing minor league well, baseball. See, if there was a moment where I could see the umpire's face and he was like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to let this slide because it's Michael Jordan. I might buy into that. I mean, obviously, it's match-fixing, and we do not approve of that here on the Sports Movie Minute podcast. But you you understand, because that's the point of the storyline there. Yeah. Although, it does make me start to question uh, Michael Jordan's actual baseball career and how often that happened. But anyway, so this catcher shouldn't have been speaking to Michael Jordan to begin with. And not only is he speaking to him, but he's been cheating. Correct. There was no curse word there. I merely made a sound. Um, <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> um, she just stumbled over her words there for a second. No, I did not. <laughs> the lead to cheating. <laughs> anyway. No, I just pronounced the first letter and ended with an N. A pretty hard N. Um, yeah. Rude. Rude. Disrespectful. Don't like it. I wonder what his coach would say. This is why you ended up with six ankle surgeries. It was called karma. <laughs> How dare! It doesn't help Michael, though. Just because it doesn't help doesn't mean it's not cheating. No, correct. Oh, my God. Sanctity of Do sport. Do I have to be the voice of reason on this podcast no, yeah. constantly? I'm not saying I'm for it, but... Well, you're not saying you're against the it. The movie, movie theatrics, no. Then again, you are a big fan of... Some teams currently who shall remain nameless that um that are known to be cheater cheater pumpkin eaters. Yeah. You know who I mean, and we're not going to name them because you know, uh, it's all alleged, and we don't want to be sued for um slander. But you know, whatever. Yeah. he's scratching his chin trying to come up with a response about how his team are not cheaters but alas they are yeah you know it's why it's nothing as blatant as 
catcher telling the batter what's coming, but oh, it's, I'm sure there's yeah. well, not just in baseball that is cheating to no, no degree. Well, the amount of cheating that happens. To no in, degree. To the nth degree. To the nth degree, that's better. The amount of cheating that happens in professional sport and will continue to happen for a long period of time. Yes, yeah. You know, where there's money, there's cheating. Correct. Um, okay, I've only got one other thing on this on this minute. So, mm. so do you have anything before we <clears throat> oh, yeah. wrap up? So I've got two things, sorry. The uh, field they're playing at. Oh, that they filmed at. Not the uh, oh, I don't know this. Not the uh, the Barons home field. Not the Barons home field. No. They actually filmed at Hoover Metro Stadium in Alabama. See, that's funny because one of the things that I wanted to talk no, about in Chicago. is no, nowhere near Chicago. Well, no, the, the Barons are from Birmingham. Yeah. Which is in Alabama. Okay. There you go. So near to the Barons home stadium, I was in. Yeah, not the, not the correct stadium. Yeah. No, no, not the correct stadium. Is okay. So what, what was on my to discuss list is so Michael Jordan went to play in Birmingham. That is in the pretty deep south. And I mean, Birmingham is a. And I've never been, I've never been, so don't at me, but, you know, Alabama tends to be a little bit more on the, uh, racist you know, yeah, no, the racist <laughs> side. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm hesitant to say it. I mean, they, if you have a reputation for being racist, you have a reputation <laughs> for being racist and, and I'm not protecting you by saying that. Um, yeah. And so I wonder if he experienced that at all or if because he was Michael Jordan there was a certain level of immunity that he had or if it was just all out Michael Jordan hating the entire time racism stops when you're a freak you're an athlete no it does not no it was a it was a like a question wasn't a statement well you know okay I think it does to a certain degree hmm I think that there's probably some people who were who maybe were borderline that then didn't follow through, if that makes sense. But no, I don't think it stops. It, well, certain uh, American sporting franchise owners, perhaps, who are happy to pay and uh, swoon an athlete to come to their team. To woo an athlete? To woo an athlete. <laughs> not swoon over, maybe not. Maybe not swoon over. Well, you know, maybe swoon over. Maybe swoon over. Um, but <clears throat> then certain things that they would say about that person to mm. other people and the like. I'm thinking of one specific example. But I think you I know, know what I'm talking you, about. Yeah. I do, yeah. So, Again, we don't name names on this podcast, but how dare. And yeah, I'm just curious. I'm curious about. His experience there. Maybe I'll look a little bit more into it for our next minute. Um, but before we get into a Michael Jordan quote, let's talk about baseball stats, shall we? Sure. So. They weren't that impressive, were they? Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I have Michael Jordan's stats here um, from the 1994 season. Oh, my God. Am I going to get that wrong? I'm going to get that wrong, aren't I? No, that's right, 1994, the 1994 Correct. season. And I've compared him to um, MLB's list that like, was the top 
100 minor league baseball players. Yep. And he's number two, but he's the he's the one that's playing in double-A. So the number one is yeah. playing in double-A, yeah. uh, which is what the Birmingham Barons were in. So his name, and I'm going to absolutely butcher it because it, you know, it's it's... It's a little bit complex, but I think it's Siknarf Loopstock. It's got to be Loopstock, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Oh I can't. God. I can't confirm or deny. I feel so bad, and I kind of picked. I kind of wish I would have picked someone whose name I could pronounce that way. I don't feel so bad. And you know what? Uh, uh, Siknarf Loopstock. I'll tell you. I hate when people mispronounce my last name. It is a big point of contention. So I apologize if I'm absolutely destroying that. But I say it with love. We're going to refer to him as Loopstock for the rest of the thing because I, I'm. Come on! L O O P S T O K. Yeah, Loopstock. Loopstock. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Michael Jordan had 436 at bats. Mm hmm. Loopstock had 412. Yep. So point Jordan. You're keeping score, by the way. Yep. Please do. Uh, Michael Jordan had 46 runs. Loopstock had 67. Point Loopstock. Michael Jordan had 51 RBIs. Loopstock had 65. Point Loopstock. Michael Jordan had 114 strikeouts. And Loopstock had 132. So point Jordan. Michael Jordan had a 202 batting average. And Loopstock had a 249. Point Loopstock. And... Michael Jordan had a 289 on base percentage, and Loopstock had a 346. So again, point Loopstock. I think that's what did we end up with two to four. Ah, uh, yep. Two to four in favor of Loopstock. But you know, there's there's a couple there that aren't that different, if you will. Hmm. I mean, Michael Jordan had fewer strikeouts. Yeah. Which is quite handy, you know. Yeah. I mean his his batting average and his on base percentage were. His on-base percentage particularly is shockingly low mm. um, in comparison. But this is also, remember, this is like the number one player in double-A ball currently. Yeah. Much less back in the day when Michael Jordan was playing. So, I mean, sure. when you, if you think that all these stats are going to improve anyway with time, as they always do. Stats yes. always improve over time. Well, generally speaking. Generally speaking. Um, and you think that you're comparing him to the number one player in double-A at the moment. Yeah. According to the MLB, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of double-A ball. Um, no. You know, they're not they're not that bad, I don't think. No. They're not amazing. He's no Ted Williams, but... Yeah, they're in the same ballpark. No Gina, pun intended. Gina, oh, <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. We're done here. By the way, do you know who Ted Williams is? Sorry. Do you know who Ted Williams is? I do not. Okay, Google him. All right. Let's finish this up. <clears throat> I I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, okay? I've, I've been drinking too much. I've been singing too much. It's a shambles. <clears throat> I believe what we're missing is the quote time jingle, but, you know, wish you all soldier on. Quote time, quote time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves quote time. Oh. All right. <laughs> That wasn't even practice, peeps. That was just natural. 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 So let's go back to a Michael Jordan quote. Um, let's. Again, for minute 10. Limits like fear is often an illusion. Are often an illusion? 
is often an illusion. Should be R. Well, you know, Michael. Oh, subject verb agreement, Michael. Get it together.